Hello, and welcome to Season 5 of How to Be Human with ArtisanBusinessSolutions.com, where we will continue with more hot topic workplace and people management conversations. My name is Daya Osborne, and I'm an actor, writer, ops, and development director. And I'm Catherine Jenkins. The most folks just call me Jenkins. And I'm a people management consultant with Artisan Business Solutions. This is How to Be Human. Okay, this week's question, the first of our season five and new series of the year, is with evidence of gender bias and inequities in AI algorithms and search functionalities, as well as sexist stereotypes being reinforced in Siri, Alexa, and so on, how do you feel AI can be made more gender neutral overall? I think we can probably expand this to racially sure. and otherwise. Sure. Yeah. How, how can how can overall. we reduce inequities? Yeah. Well, the trick with AI mm-hmm. is that it's a mirror of the people who use it and program it. Yes, and the patterns that they have that they're plugging mm-hmm. into it. Yes, and that can be intentional, mm-hmm. as when hiring managers include search functionality to filter out workers who they have deemed undesirable for some reason. Mm-hmm. But it also can be unconscious or not specifically intentional, mm-hmm. as when your AI tools see the pattern that perhaps you're choosing to ignore, mm-hmm. where you say that you'll hire anybody, right. but you've only hired white men with master's degrees over the last five years. Mm-hmm. So it's going to raise those to the top mm-hmm. as a service to you, because that seems to be what, what you want. For. Yes. Yeah. So this is one of those, when you write in changes, mm-hmm. you're, you're adding your DEI and your other alterations mm-hmm. to how you're going to be conducting your business and moving and forward, making changes, writing to make changes or attempting to make changes for the better in your company culture, for instance, unless you go in and specify those changes with the AI if you're using, say, Indeed with your original filtering on. You have to go in, you have to make audits from time to time to assure that your AI is actually performing to the standards, new standards, better standards of what your actual intent is towards the inclusiveness of different peoples and also different ways of looking at job perspective. A lot of people seem to default to, for instance, a college degree as a requirement automatically when actually in fact college degrees are not necessary for the greater bulk of the positions out there um, which is closing off talent which is closing off a lot of capability and equity based simply on who's able to afford to go to school or was given an opportunity or had the time to or had access to so it's really about you checking your own balances and biases and performing those audits against whatever your AI, which even if you're on Indeed, for instance, even their simplistic check a box here, check a box there on what you want for each candidate, instead of going through an auto checking of really sitting and holding it up to the light of each one of those questions for this position, is this actually necessary or might we be able to explore some other options? People who have different experiences on their resume, which might actually be able to bring more insight to this position, we aren't really aware of because we're so intent on pulling from this individual pool, which is closing off your opportunities, which is closing off different perspectives. You know, a lot of times we add these filters to to try to save us a little bit of time, right? The computer is going to take first pass, weed out all the people that I would never consider, and then I'm left with a more manageable stack of resumes. But we sometimes forget in this hiring process that each of these resumes represents a whole human, a livelihood, a living situation, possibly partners and and children or family members. There's whole people 
and lives behind these resumes. And multiple talents that are not necessarily represented on that resume, in that resume. And so there's the role itself that we're hiring for, but we also need to think about the team. And what do you have a lot of, right? As you're starting to pivot your organization, hopefully in a more equitable direction, you may look around and realize that you have a lot of one thing. Maybe it's uh, one level of education or uh, one degree. You know, you've got a lot of business majors in here. Maybe it's one gender, one race. There could be a lot of different things. But you look around and you say, we're all the same in this way. Choosing to hire people deliberately who are not that particular, Mm -hmm. whatever that one thing is, Mm -hmm. it's not about that one role. It's recognizing that you have gaps in your team. You're missing steps in your staircase. Mm -hmm. And what artificial intelligence can help you do is recreate more of what you have. But if you already have a lot of one thing, you're specifically trying to go in a different direction, which might involve, for a period of time, overriding a lot of those time-saving tools. Because you need to do things manually, because you need to consider things very consciously as part of the process of reprogramming Mm -hmm. your AI to learn, oh, we are looking for a more diverse candidate. Yeah. And it's how many times, many, many, many times I've worked in staffing agencies as well of, you know, this candidate doesn't look great on paper, but every time they get in the room, they nail it and they deliver every time. Once they get in the room, once they land the position and whatever they need to do to achieve whatever end game they are hired for. Not everybody is that paper specific ideal candidate, but there is an immense amount of creativity that humans come equipped with and different perspectives, different ways of looking at things, different creative ways of building a campaign or undertaking a specific difficulty or organizing something or building something that's never been built before. These are not necessarily things that credential is going to be the best idea for. What you want are those people who've been out in the field and have done this, right? Who have had to get their hands dirty, who have had to dig in and build things from scratch and not necessarily with every available asset that could possibly be handed to them, which is also fortunate for you if you're, say, a small business person and you need somebody to do this, but you also need them to be willing to do this and this over here and that over there. And these multiple ways of accepting that people are more than just that degree, many of which I know don't even use their degree, whatever they went to school for, it's merely the fact that I have a degree is the only part of the degree that they use, which goes to show you they too have gone on and built careers very separate from, you know, when they were 20 and decided what they wanted to be when they grew up, quote unquote. Things change, people change. Uh, You get second, third careers, certainly after the COVID hits that have taken place the past two years, you're going to have even more. So being more open and opening up instead of closing down a lot of those checked boxes for a lot of the AI that has been built to help for recruiting purposes, but really taking in consideration what you are recruiting, what you want, what you need, what you're desiring and if what you want to need a desire is actually for the good of that role and for the good of your organization, or if it's just, I want what I want what I want, which is not always going to get you the best talent, the best ideas, certainly not the most balanced viewpoint in the room. We've come across this multiple times with team members, with organizations we work with, who have come from other organizations that have unlimited resources and they step down into an organization with more limited resources mm-hmm. and they go from seeming at least like a high performer mm-hmm. to barely being able to function. Right. Personally, I have a theater degree. Speaking of degrees that are not practically used in, in 
of business life. I use it all the time, but in a different context. And I use the skills. Yes. Creativity. The, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Every day. Yeah. But one of the things that I learned at my small scrappy theater department, and then quickly as I got out into the, the professional and semi-professional theater world, is that because I went to a theater department that had very limited resources, mm -hmm. we had almost no money, we had to repurpose everything, mm -hmm. I was prepared in a way my peers who went to highly funded schools, mm -hmm. I was prepared in a way that they were not mm -hmm. to actually function in a real-life theater department. Right. Or a real-life theater organization. With the kind of funding that realistically is given to, say, any arts right. department. <laughs> so rather than looking for often ideal candidates, quote-unquote, come with very particular, you know, you want the Harvard mm -hmm. masters and you want them to come from a really large, well-known organization mm -hmm. or a successful startup or whatever mm -hmm. it is. Consider your actual organization and if those skills are going to genuinely translate to the size mm -hmm. budget you have, to the team you already have working, do they fill in any gaps that your team currently has? Will they be able to adjust to the fact that they don't have an unlimited budget right. at their means at this point in time? That you do have to pull in what you need to pull in at this price point instead of what they're used to way over here. What it comes down to is when we blame things on AI, we are passing the buck in an inappropriate fashion. If an organization, including your own organization, continues to hire the same people mm -hmm. over and over again, it's not AI's fault. It is the responsibility of the leadership team and of the individuals responsible for hiring to break out of whatever bubble mm -hmm. your software and tech tools have put you into that you have built. Mm -hmm. It's your responsibility to break out of that, even if that means going back to sorting papers by hand. Right. It is your responsibility to work yourself into a next stage of hiring entities. And, you know, hey, if you need help with that, give us a call. <laughs> Alrighty. If you would like help with that or have any other questions to ask us, you can certainly do that at artisanbusinesssolutions.com. While you're there, check out our newsletters, blogs, and services, as well as our social media on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Daya Osborne. And I'm Catherine Jenkins. This has been How to Be Human.